listening to WNRI's Upfront, a radio internet talk show. Now, let's get back to the panel. All right, and we uh, continue our Wednesday series. Um, Dave Susi is with us today. Vin Bono and Steve Lima will be with us uh, next Wednesday, and we'll chat with them about uh, their candidacy. And uh, Dave Susi, welcome back to our microphones. Thanks for having me, Roger. Pleasure to be here. Pleasure to uh, have you here. So um, you decided um, another uh, another go around for uh, Woonsocket City Council. Any particular uh, reason, or yeah. you're just enjoying yourself oh, beyond yeah. belief? <laughs> that that of course. Um, you know, I had really thought about maybe not uh, running for re-election. I think it. Uh, you know, I, I tried it, and it, it was. You know, certainly it's been a, a great experience. And everything you do in life is a learning thing, and I certainly learned a lot. Um, but it was. I got reinvigorated when I uh, when I learned that uh, Margot Marceau, which is someone who I've known for a while, and Garrett Manseri was deciding to, to run again. And uh, you know, we had some discussions together, and uh, they got me uh, they got me going. You know, meaning my my passion was uh, was reignited. I think a little bit, um, and uh, I'm excited. I'm excited now to to, to run with these folks, and uh, and uh, and hopefully uh, and hopefully have some success you know i just wanted to ask you uh you and i are sort of like in a similar age bracket anyway Mm -hmm. um uh i think i'm a little bit older than you but uh, i was just wondering uh how tough it is to be uh on the council in the sense of um i have like a thin skin Mm -hmm. and i'm not quite sure that i'm um i'm good for uh (laughs) criticism and and so forth is it over exaggerated, or, or or is it really uh, a lot of lot of stuff comes your way, and some of it's hurtful, and some mm-hmm. of it's uh, tough to handle? Yeah, you know, you get a lot of stuff. I, I I do. I mean, I you know, again, similar. I ran my own business for many many years, and when you're your own boss, so to speak, um, coming into this environment uh, where you have to be part of, of seven folks is it, certainly different. And uh, it took me some time, and uh, I, yeah, I think we all have a little thin skin, but you, you I think you do learn to. Uh, to live with that a little bit, and uh, you know, you put those passions aside, uh, and you try to focus on on the positive, and and try to focus on getting stuff done that, that that's meaningful to the city, you know. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it was it, it has been a challenge. Um, I'm getting there, and I think uh, after a couple of years, uh, you, you you certainly uh, uh, build up some defense against that. So, yeah. so you toughen up a little bit. Huh? There you go. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, this should be a pretty e- easy interview with you because um, last. Um, Last week, or no, the week before last, we had Garrett Manseri in, ah. and he brought the campaign platform that oh, you boy. guys are, um, yes. are running on. Yeah. And um, and so uh, the first one had to do with uh, economic development. Right. And, uh, and so um, I think that's kind of an easy one for you in the sense that um, uh, you come from the business world uh, right. for your entire career. And um, I just wanted to ask you about economic development. How much does... Let's say a mayor and a city council play in the role of economic development, yeah. or is it up to, um, let's say, the person who owns the property, like Walnut Hill Plaza, right. to do their own, or is it a combination? It's certainly a combination. I think you know the city's job is to set the table, right, to make it as attractive as we can to those outside people that are maybe considering investing in our community, or uh, even setting the table for those people that live here that are just need to have the foundations in place uh, to feel comfortable that they're going to succeed in those businesses. I think it's vital. Um, and at the city level, it, it's, you know, it's the mayor, it's the council, it's, a, it's just the staffing of, of good people in, in the uh, planning and, and develop, uh, development departments. Um, and as you know, and I, from the last budget, I mean, the, the one area where I'm probably more passionate than anything about is, is how do we draw more business into this community. And you need people, you need resources that 
that are working at that every day. Uh, and we've actually, in the last budget, we cut the planning department. I mean, it's not a secret. I mean, it was a pretty dramatic cut. It was over a million dollars from the planning department. To me, in a time when we needed it the most, uh, you need not only a good planning director slash economic development director, uh, you need the resources to uh, uh, to follow up, to make the calls, to, to develop the materials that might not interest people, get get the uh, the information out to the to the to the general public and to those people looking at our city uh, as to what's available, uh, setting that, facilitating uh, the, the the whole process, and you can't do that without without bodies. You can't do that without resources. And those resources, by the way, we, that we took away, it didn't lower the tax rate. It, it, it kept the rate the same way. It's just it took them and put them somewhere else. Uh, and in this case, most of it was into a reserve. Um, so, yeah, it's a, it's a combination man, of, of, of city, city folks working with the private sector um, consistently over time. So you believe there should be an economic development director sitting in city well, hall? Well, you know, whether, you know, I used to be, you know, used to get be a stickler about that, that name. But it, we do have a planning development department. Um, you know, you want to add a, a name, uh, you know, economic development director into that. But really, it's the same role. Um, bigger point being that ha- the work that needs to be done in those departments is, is vital. Um, and it's consistency over time. It's not just having somebody in place. It's about outreach. It's about follow-up. And, uh, you know, we have empowerment zones here in our community that were developed in the last, the big tax break a couple years back. Um, who's facilitating that? Who's really reaching out to folks out there to maybe have some interest? We have properties that certainly would, would qualify uh, to be reinvested in. Uh, and, uh, and, and again, it's educating people and having the resources to do that over time. I think it's vital. Um, so whether we call it that economic development director or just the planning development, doesn't matter. It's, it's, the, it's the role that they play. So in other words, when somebody needs uh, information, uh, there's somebody at the other end to answer the phone. Right, and we do have, you know, currently an interim, uh, you know, uh, Scott Gibbs is an interim guy. Um, but it's, it, it's, it's full commitment to, that, to develop to, to that, 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 uh, that uh, uh, office that we need. Over time, it can't just be in and out. It, it has to be consistent. But no matter what the council is, whoever the, the mayor is, it's, you know, to have a, a true strong planning development department is, is vital to any good community. All right, so uh, part of the uh, platform of um, Margot and Garrett and Dave, I guess, mm-hmm. is uh, making sure that uh, the planning department uh, is is vitally staffed. Right. Mm-hmm. I think that's, that's part of it, yeah. And, again, it's not about adding to the tax uh, rolls either. It's, mm-hmm. it's really it's about uh, finding the resources within what we have to, to, to man those, those departments. And, again, yeah, I'd say that's a big part of it. Um, and just really, and, and the consistency of plan, meaning, we, you know, we created the, uh, the uh, uh, what do you call that, the, the uh, I'm sorry, I'm, it's saluting me right now, the the, uh, the Main Street, North Main Street districts. The overlay? Uh, uh, the overlay district. There uh-huh, you go. Okay. Boy, the word eluded me. That's all right. Um, but, yeah, how do we focus that? How do we, it was about for arts and entertainment, and uh, and we need to just refocus on that stuff and, uh, and, and, and do it over time. And, uh, you know, it doesn't happen overnight, but it does happen if you're consistently pushing and pursuing those kinds of things and uh i think we have a great uh, you know great opportunity i'd like to talk a little bit about education tonight yeah. the Winsocket school committee meets and uh they're going to listen to what the superintendent is recommending for school right and um and they're going to deliberate um deliberate what they do because we have a school committee here in Winsocket. right so how much does the city council play um in in the education i know that that you approve uh, a budget 
for the Woonsocket Education Department. But is that that the beginning and end of the responsibility and role of the city council? Or do you just leave it all to the school committee? Well, I think, you know, I think some people would think that we always leave it to the school committee. I think it's 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 really important that we collaborate with them, whatever the council is. And uh, because in in the long term, uh, uh, you know, a a vibrant city needs a vibrant school department. We, We can't attract the kinds of things that we want to attract if we don't have uh, a really, you know, solid, uh, well-respected uh, education department. So I think part of that, that platform thing was about how do we collaborate, how do we put our minds together uh, and find ways to maybe make the thing, make the system better, make it work better, um, try to find the resources. I mean, it's always about resources, right? It's always about money. Um, but maybe there are, you know, ways that we can uh, think about that, that, that help uh, in other ways as well. You know, I mean, we need to, uh, but we imperatively we need to have a strong edu- education department. So we both have to work at that. Uh, so yeah, it, it, it does. It does involve us for sure. And education in Woonsocket doesn't only involve the Woonsocket school system. We have a beautiful mayoral academy uh, here in the city, and also, um, I guess, in what we call the commercial building, it looks like the higher education center it w- will be right. uh, located uh, downtown right. there. So education is not only K through twelve. In the Woonsocket school system, there's a Beacon that's Charter a, School. There's a lot no, of a good point. overlays, absolutely, and, so uh, to speak. Absolutely, uh, yeah, uh, within the overlay. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, that's, that's vitally important. The, uh, that, that training school that will be coming in, you know, servicing CVS folks and Fidelity, and I think Amika was another one uh, that will be training people for those folks. That's a huge, it's going to be a huge, I think it's going to be a, a wonderful game changer in that, that, that gut of Main Street that we really need to see development in, right? Uh, we have it at the, the stadium end and uh, where the museum is and so forth, but that middle section uh, is just crying out for development. And I'm so happy to, and I hope it, you know, we hope we see, we all hope we all live to see it happen, right? Um, but it sounds like it's, it's well on its way, but it's going to be a real engine, I believe. Not to uh, throw you a curve, uh, uh, because this is a question I wouldn't have asked the other uh, candidates um, yeah. until last week when I saw PPAC in Providence uh, run a, a campaign looking for some assistance uh, because the live theater arts like PPAC and like uh, Trinity and here in Woonsocket, um, now we move to the stadium theater. Right. I can't think of one group in Woonsocket that has been hit harder than the stadium theater because I, they have been paralyzed. I agree. They can't you know, do anything. I agree. You know, I I've recently was a uh, asked to be back on that board of directors, which I am, and we've had uh, a lot of meetings, and it's agony. And I, I can just see it in, in our our executive director Kathy uh, Levig's face. It's uh, it's been an incredible challenge. We, you know, she's done everything that they can do uh, to try to, to stay above above water. They did get a uh, one of those uh, those loans that allowed them to at least keep some people on payroll. But the fact is that out of Twelve full timers. I believe there's there's probably if, if there's one left uh, full time, and uh, uh, it, it's it, it's devastating. They, the hope was that by November or even December that they'd start having these big shows again, but it doesn't look like it's going to be until the, this vaccine is uh, is in full. But the good thing about what they're doing is that they're staying afloat by the education programs are are still going on. Mm-hmm. Um, people probably I'm sure they do know that the, the state does an awful lot of uh, education uh, with kids, mm-hmm. theater education. Um, so those programs have been really successful. They've been really they've been full as we can be with this COVID world, um, and it's it's keeping us afloat. But it's a uh, it's a challenge that if it goes too much longer, it could be devastating. And I, I it's and it, and that is an engine. Talk about right. engines. The stadium theater helps feed all the restaurants up and down Main Street, and also 
the whole city, really. I mean, it's just been, um, I'm sure it's been, a, it's been difficult for everybody. That was uh, where my question uh, was headed. Yeah. Um, because only when I saw the red lights on the Stadium Theater building last week did I start thinking about it. Right. And, um, and it is part of our uh, economic engine, as you just yeah. mentioned. So I guess the unfair question is, does in some capacity, do you ever think as a city official that somewhere down the line, uh, something as, port- as important as a stadium theater mm-hmm. should get some kind of, um, of relief, whether it's federal relief, state yeah. relief, or even local, local relief? You know, I, I'm... I'm sure going to have that conversation, Roger. I mean, because it's uh, it's it's that important. I think when people really sit down and uh, fully understand the, the the extent to which that uh, the stadium has a a positive influence on on that in our community, I think we'll have that discussion. I I'm certainly look, willing to look at anything on the table, you know. So uh, uh, there's a possibility if it's if it's feasible, you know. So you rejoined their board? I did. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> They were desperate, Roger. So hell of a time to join the board, right? Actually, got on. It was actually uh, last June, so uh-huh. I've been on for a bit. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, you know, I was a, one of the founding directors uh, the, when, when this whole thing started. I think you were involved in those days. I think yep. I think you and I were involved in the small business development uh, part of the, the fundraising early on. Yeah, long ago, huh? Uh, oh my goodness, and um, and it's such. A, I mean, we can't overstate how successful they have been, though. It really, besides you know, mm-hmm. that they have great people working and, and getting paid. They also have this tremendous volunteer base that uh, you really just can't uh, you know uh, you can't over, over overstate how important they are. Yeah. Alright, so more on the Stadium Theater coming um, um, maybe probably after the election, right? Yeah. Uh, because yes. uh, it's not a campaign issue. <laughs> no, so, no, um, but it's an important component But it's an issue, city, yes. right? And yeah. we've got to think about it. Absolutely. Alright, so we've talked a little bit about um, about education and um, part of the um, part of the platform of uh, the three of you is um, Prevent addiction and support recovery, uh, yeah. and uh, I think it's described as the opioid crisis. Right. But not only the opioid crisis, but um, also um, um, I think there's uh, some domestic abuse to throw in uh, into the equation yeah. and so forth. Yeah. And it's quality of life issue for the city of Woonsocket. Sure. Any comments? Yeah, I mean it's just you know we we have to continue working with uh, we're, we're fortunate in Woonsocket we have some great organizations like Community Care Alliance and Connected with Children and Families and so forth. Um, how do we as a community reach out to those folks and really work with them collaboratively and uh, and try to find some answers? It's not easy as we know it, it's we're a city of need uh, and when you have cities of need uh, you see these things that that go along with it poverty uh, and, uh, and but it, it's certainly on the drug addiction side of it I mean it's just you see that everywhere right um how do we as as a community work with our, our local groups to make it better it's it's a it's a long-term thing for sure uh but it's important i think that's why they they put it on a, on the platform that it's something that we have to uh to look at and uh, and work uh, work with our partners with as best we can this is not uh, part of the campaign uh, but it's uh it's an interesting question as a news uh, operation today we had a primary yesterday and um the results are in, but they're not in at all. What, what would usually after a primary or general election, the next day you say, uh, you read it "Here now. are your winners, right?" And here are those who did not uh, make it. But today, we have practically every race. There are more mail-in ballots out there to be counted 
that could change the complexion of the race. So nobody really won yet, in my opinion. What are they, what are they saying, Roger, as far as how long? Uh, well, uh, today is a, a vote counting day. Okay. And tomorrow is a vote counting day. Yeah. And depending on how many um, how many votes in that particular district um, need to be counted will determine how long it's going to be. Wow. But, um, you well, know, people, used people to like Dominic Ruggiero <laughs> don't know if he's um, Senate president still. You know, and it's... Uh, it certainly, it's the COVID world, obviously, and I think I'm I'm confident that if we get through this cycle, I think we, you know we'll always have mail-in ballots. But I think it was imperative for some people that just, I mean, there are some people that are just still scared stiff to leave their homes, right? I mean, let's face it. There's a I know a lot of elderly people, not only a little bit regular folks that just don't want to get you know go out there. So I think we better start getting used to it because I, I think it's uh, it's only going to get. Um, uh, as we approach the, the big elections, uh, it's going to get uh, it's going to get interesting. Well, I only bring it up in the sense of uh, you you didn't have a primary yesterday, no. but um, in November, uh, the day after the election, you probably won't know whether you're a councilman or not. <laughs> Imagine, I know. It's a, so you know, have to the suspense <laughs> is going to continue. Yep. I'll buy an extra bottle of uh, Jameson. So. <laughs> right. <laughs> While you wait for the results. There you go. Uh, if you're just joining us, um, we're chatting with uh, Dave Susi, who is a member of the Woonsocket City Council, and uh, would like to uh, serve on the council again. There are 14 names on the ballot, and, um, and seven, of them, seven of them will prevail. The day of the election, the day after the election, maybe three days after the election. Um, we're not sure about that. Yeah, right. Um, I want to ask you about about uh, the Woonsocket City Council, uh, mm-hmm. one of the things uh, on your um, on your platform is uh, transparent government, mm-hmm. open government, fair government, and yeah. so forth. And looking at the Woonsocket City Council and how the mayor interacts with the council, uh, right. how are we doing on transparency and and are we um, are we all doing good on shall we say collaboration? Yeah. Uh, it is uh, getting getting along with each other. Yeah. I, you know, if you people have been watching the, the meetings, I'm, you know, or listening to them on Zoom or whatever it is, um, you know, I think the the, the level of, of, of cordiality, I think, is, is is decent right now. I mean, certainly, uh, you know, it's not. Uh, it's been worse. Let's put, let's put it that way. But there's always this underlying tension between uh, the administration and and parts of the, of the council that I think is just it's 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 unfortunate because it, it i think it, it's uh it's preventing sometimes the uh the open and uh, discussions that we need to hear about how to, to to move this city forward in a in a in a in a in a, in a meaningful way and uh, uh that's why i think it, it i personally feel like i'd love to see a change of the majority of that council only only again to give it a shot uh meaning some new folks with with new ideas that don't have the same political baggage let's say let's call it um, uh, oh, the same animosities because there are. I mean, they, they're underlying. They're always there. Um, but it, it, does it affect every meeting? No. I mean, we, we get along. I mean, everybody gets along. I mean, uh, they're all good people. They're all meaningful people. They're all running for re-election. So um, God bless them. Uh, but I think there's a there's another way, and I'm hoping that we can change the majority to a point where we can get new new ways of leading. Uh, you know, the transparency meaning that say at a budget hearing where we. You know, sometimes they, they, we don't even go through the budget, you know, item for item. We just come in and then somebody has a this huge endorsement, you know, this huge amendment. And then we have all of a couple of minutes to think about it and then we vote, right? That's not the way I don't, I don't think it's, it was meant to be. I think we should all be having much more meaningful discussions well prior to that, uh, to that vote. And uh, we're hoping those kinds of things can change down the line with new leadership. Meetings. Uh, meetings in public. Um, what's happening is that... Some places are uh, starting to uh, open up, yeah. and um, others are, uh, are are not. So, uh, when Soccer City Council has a meeting coming up Monday, Monday, 
The question is, will it be Zoom <laughs> or will it be uh, in person? Do you have any sense of how that's going? Well, the sense is I just received something, uh, was it yesterday or the day before, uh, from uh, from uh, the city council president uh, through, through, via the city, uh, that, they're, that he's asking the city to prepare City Hall for... Uh, the meeting on Monday in, in City Hall, uh, in Harris Hall, uh, you know, uh, set it up so it's, it's, it meets the guidelines of, uh, of the COVID-19 uh, world that we live in. I don't know where that, where that stands right now. I have no idea. I know the mayor had some, some strong opinions as well, um, and I have not had uh, discussions with, with her as to, you know, what's going to actually happen. So we'll see. <laughs> My question is, who controls City Hall? Yeah. Uh, it, uh, is this a does the council control it? I don't think you know I, the answer. I don't to that know the answer. I, I, my my thought was that maybe the the administration does, meaning that mm-hmm. they're the you know the the landlord, so to speak, for for the time that they're in office. But you know something, I have no idea. I have no idea either. <laughs> we'll see. I, I guess we'll see uh, by Monday night. Exactly. Uh, uh, would you be comfortable going to a city council? I would. Meeting I mean, when, yeah. when everybody's socially distant. Yeah, I, I, I would. I mean, I you know, but, but that's me. I know there are people that have other strong opinions about it, but uh, you know, certainly for myself, I. You know, if, you, if we're all, you know, six, eight feet apart and, you know, they want to we're wearing masks, I, 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 you know, I go out and about in that in that safe way. But some people are not as comfortable, but I certainly would be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you um, wouldn't object to uh, an open meeting of the council it would be carried live on, on be carried live. There'd be no people there, but it mm-hmm. would be at least I guess some people want to see the right. see us together interacting. You know, to me, anything is better than Zoom. I mean, uh, Zoom is OK, but uh, it's and I give awkward. you credit. I know we're in our own Rotary Club in Woonsocket. We do meet, uh, you know, responsibly uh, mm-hmm. uh, at, the, at River Falls for our meetings and uh, in board meetings. And I think it's important. I think you're right. Yeah. I mean, it does bring a, a sense of at least reality. <laughs> well, you can get better nuances of how people feel about things uh, because you can no question. Uh, you can see the expression on their faces and so forth. I think oh. everybody's zoomed out, Roger. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> for sure. Well, well said. David Susi is with us uh, running yeah. for uh, re-election to the Woonsocket City Council. When you um, sit down in the, on the council, uh, when I think of council members, uh, let's say I take uh, Jim Kenoya, all I can see is a guy who's uh, got a calculator out there running numbers and so forth. Uh, uh, he seems uh, interested in that aspect of mm-hmm. uh, our government. What, what, uh, what is it uh, when you sit down as a city council member that, that you're saying, this is why I am here? Yeah. Potential, Roger. It's the potential of this community. I, you know, I've been here my whole life. Uh, as you know, my, my grandfather was mayor of this community, and an uncle of mine was also mayor of this community, Jean Paul Soucy. Um, it's the it's the it's the belief that there's a better a better <laughs> better future for us. We sit on this beautiful historic river. Uh, we've maintained much of our historic significance uh, in our in our buildings and our architecture. <coughs> we have been investing in, you know, with a, recreationally. Uh, we have beautiful parks. We have uh, the bike path and. There's good plans. I just get excited about if we all get on the same page, administration, council, working in collaboration with each other really tightly and, and consistently over time, that we could really be a, a destination for, for folks. It's a really interesting spot that we live in. The history is there. We just have to, you know, collectively get our, our heads together, and I think, and, 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 and make things happen for the, for, the, for the good. I really believe that, and I think that's why I've decided to run again. And these folks that I'm running with are exactly those people. I mean, uh, Garrett runs real estate uh, business. He's involved with Autumn Fest. He's involved with the uh, Downtown Socket Collaborative as the head of it for years. Um, Margot works with the Neighbor Works as the uh, community development uh, director. She's in, in, been instrumental in getting the Levitt Amp uh, concert series here in Woonsocket for the last several years. It will be back next year. Um, these are people that have lived their entire lives really, truly, passionately 
promoting this community and hoping and, and working towards a, a better future. So, you know, I'm excited about that. If we get more people like that on our council, I think uh, no matter who the administration is, we have to work with whoever gets elected, obviously. Uh, but I think, you know, good passion um, really gets contagious sometimes if, it's, uh, if you have enough of it. All right. That, uh, that question that um, we have to ask, because it's a national debate, is uh, the police department. Ah. <laughs> and um, the Woonsocket City Council, uh, they're, they're directly, um, directly in connection with uh, the funding of the Woonsocket Police right. Department. Uh, so there's a big line item for it. Um, Absolutely. So some people have uh, their thoughts about uh, what to do about uh, police funding, and uh, I was wondering where Dave Susie stands yeah. on that. You know, I, I think I stand strongly with, you know, in support of our, of our police department here in Woonsocket. Uh, we have good, great, dedicated people and our chief and our public safety director. And um, I'm confident in them uh, that they're, they're doing the right things. And uh, uh, I'm certainly not one that would at uh, this juncture be, be, you know, looking at uh, defunding in any, any, any meaningful way. I think uh, certainly reform is always something that we can all look at and, and think about. But... As we speak right now, there is a, uh, a review of our of all the city ordinances and, uh, and uh, procedures um, uh, going on right now. There's a, a group of, uh, I think it's 13 uh, really dedicated folks on this committee. Uh, they've been meeting regularly for the last uh, few weeks. Uh, there's due a report, I believe, it's going to be due either the end of this month or early next next month, uh, which will also, part of, part of that review is the Woonsocket Police Department uh, procedures and guidelines and, uh, uh, and so forth. So I'm looking forward to, to reviewing that. Um, and then seeing where we can improve things. It's all about getting getting better, right? Uh, but I, I think that the negative component about defunding, I think, is something we hopefully we keep away from, <laughs> myself. We are both uh, longtime residents of Woonsocket. Um, do you feel um, that there's um, racial uh, tension in, in this community, or do you think yeah. that uh, as a city we do pretty good in that department? Well, you know, from our perspectives, obviously, the where we are from, where we live, and you know who we interact with, we probably don't see it, you know see it uh, as a as a bad thing. But you know we're not we're not everybody, right? We're so there's another world out there that we don't we're not uh, as part of. Um, so I I truly believe that there are issues that need to be addressed, and uh, they will be presented to us. Uh, certainly, this committee is, is looking at some of that stuff, and we have to take it uh, and and uh, and believe them, and uh, and then work together to try to make things better. I mean. For anybody to bury their head, I mean, obviously, it's just not the right thing to do because, again, we, we live one way and there are people who live other ways and they, they see things differently than we do. Um, it's about coming together and how we can make things better. I think it's, it's what the long-term uh, hope is, right? Um, so, yeah. No as, short answer. <laughs> yeah, all right. That's a good yeah. answer. As we close the, the program, uh, everybody uh, has to campaign in a different way. Um, um, one candidate is still going door to door, and uh, yep. others are uh, doing um, mailers and so forth. Uh, yeah. How's uh, Dave Susie getting the message out? Yeah, our team, you know, the uh, the POP team, Progress uh, Over Politics team, is, uh, you know, we, we're not doing door to door right now, though some of us will probably do some of that. Um, but we have designated uh, park night, park days. Uh, so Tuesdays and Thursdays for the last couple of weeks, and we're going to be doing this for the next several weeks until uh, we hit all the parks. Uh, we just invite folks to come and say hi. We put up, set up a little table. Uh, we get, give out some snacks and some water bottles and that kind of thing uh, with our, you know, our pamphlets and, and answer questions that folks might have. And it's been pretty successful. We had it at Glow Park last week on Tuesday and Thursday, and quite a few people walked through. Again, just walking their dogs or their kids and stop and say hello and some ask questions. And uh, so it's a, it's one of our ways of, of getting out to those folks. 
We're also investing in uh, in mailers. We did, a, 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 I'm not sure if you got one at your place, Roger, a nice oversized mailer that we'll be doing a couple more times. Um, I did. Yeah. And again, this is in lieu of that, that you know, that knocking. We've, our feeling was that, you know, a lot of people are still a little bit wary of someone knocking on their door. Um, although people that do that, you know, all the power to them, I think, you know, it's certainly a preference and uh, their preference is fine. Um, but, yeah, between mailers and, and again, these, these meet, meet in the park things, mm-hmm. we're hoping that gets it out. We're going to be doing some more. Uh, we've watched some radio time and mm-hmm. uh, newspaper time, and uh, uh, we'll hope to get our message out. Yeah. Dave Susie, thanks for being with us. Any final words? Uh, we just hope that, yeah, Dave of course, yeah. vote Dave Susie and Margot and, uh, and for Garrett. Um, I think, uh, you know, uh, we, we have a, a commonality in that we're all... Well, come from the business world. We've uh, uh, we actually uh, we all graduated from Rhode Island College uh, uh, with business degrees in management, uh, which I found out uh, about. And uh, but I think it's it's a passion thing, and I, I really hope we can uh, we can earn your vote. Thank you, Dave, for being with us. Thank you for inviting me. Half hour goes by quickly. My huh? God, huh? Incredible. <laughs> Be back in a moment.